Tonight is just an evening with Dave's. That's it. A lot of the place smells like Satan's butthole. Well, it's a different kind. It's a journey of the heart. And to get a move in, you just kind of slap your leg. And you're like, ha! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! It's like a step below a Pop-Tart, but... I've got a half a tub of Ben and Jerry's in the freezer that I'm thinking about way more than I'm thinking about your answers. Cookie dough. I'm a scaredy cat. And I think Minnesotans, in general, are passive-aggressive. Hey everybody, welcome back to Hildo Spills the Beans. Tonight I have a very special guest, former roommate of mine, Dave. Hello. Why don't you say a little bit about yourself? Uh, wow. Um, we've been friends for, I don't even know how long. 25 years probably. Man. Maybe not quite. I'm not 20. good at math, so. Let's say, we'll say 20. Yeah, it's a good number. Yeah. Good even number there. Uh, roommates in college for a few years. May or may not have had bunk beds. <laughs> that was after college. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Spilling the beans already. <laughs> They're spilled. <laughs> We're like two minutes in. <laughs> we could have that that story could have been bottled up for a long time. It's out now. People, it's out. <laughs> it's, it's out of the bag. Um, um yeah, just recently moved back. Excited to do the show. Yeah, know? it's gonna be good. I don't know what else to you want reference to say. the bunk bed story. Dave and I lived in a small room. After after college, this is before I lived in the infamous stud stable, which was a two-bedroom apartment with five other guys. Yeah. No, I think there was four. I think there was five of us total. But for the record, we chose bunk beds. <laughs> yeah. We needed the space. Like, we, like... Had them custom made. <laughs> we did. I don't even remember. How. We just paid. I think he didn't charge us for labor. I think he just charged, charged us for, us the for wood. lumber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a good deal. Yeah. They were double bed bunk beds. Cheap rent. Cheap rent. I only fell out of them one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was cheap rent. Almost cost us the friendship. Yeah, it did. That was some rough times. We made it. Dead. We're here. <laughs> You're in my basement now. That doesn't sound creepy. Spilling your beans. <laughs> You've listened to the episodes a few times, but the first question I always ask is, what is your midnight snack? Oh, man. I had a midnight snack last night. Like um, literally midnight? No, it was about three in the morning. Wait, what? Yeah, I woke up at three in the morning and I was hungry. So did you get out of bed? and? Yeah, I got out of bed and actually like walked up a flight of stairs. Were you totally awake? I woke up, I, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, there's some other things that you sometimes have to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Go to the bathroom for the record. <laughs> um, Do some laundry. <laughs> drive my car. Change the oil. Little stuff. No, but uh, yeah, I just woke up and had to take care of that and realized I was kind of thirsty, kind of hungry. So I uh, had some cookie dough. Oh. Yeah. The pre-made stuff. Okay. I don't make it. That's way too much work. What and then I also don't bake it. That That's usually my go-to snack. So, like, if I wake up and I want something, I usually have some of that on hand. So, I just break off. Because it comes in, like, the pre-cut oh, squares. Oh, right, right. You just right, break right. off a square. Right. Or four. <laughs> just <laughs> eat a line of cookies and be like, all right, back to bed. <laughs> all right, I'm going right to the next all right, one. All right, fine. Move us along. What has been your best Halloween costume? <laughs> um, I think honestly the best Halloween costume that I've had was the time that I went to Tom Hanks 
<laughs> from uh, uh, what's the name of that movie? Castaway. Castaway. Yeah. I remember I was so happy because we went to a Halloween party, and someone I was like, "You I, even had the volleyball with the red hand?" I did. Yeah. Because I I can't remember where I got that volleyball, and then I put my handprint on there and I drew the little face on it. It turned out. I remember it turned out pretty nice. It did. And I just had a white. It was a perfect costume because I just had a white T-shirt. Like yeah. I ripped it or something. I remember you had scruff too, but I couldn't. Remember. I think you drew the. Scruff I did, on. and that's yeah. what I was gonna say. It was the okay. best part about it because like I put on like the brown makeup to like fill in the beard because it was all patchy as yeah. all get up. And someone thought like it was like the real deal, and I was like, man, <laughs> I should like do this every day. Like I'm as cool as Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. But but the bad part about it, I remember, was I was super paranoid about losing my volleyball, about losing Wilson. Oh, because you know you have to carry it. Uh-huh. And then we were we were at a party, and you knew exactly how Tom Hanks felt. He yeah. didn't want to lose Wilson That's either. That's a good point, man. You don't oh. that that was like three quarters of my costumes. I feel like can't have oh. a castaway costume without Wilson. Yeah, you just would look like a bum. Yeah, I think that, that was the. That was the same party that I went as Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> it was. Yeah. That was a good one, too. That was my best Halloween costume. You probably spent, like, what, four hours making those... The gloves? Scissors? Probably. Dude, those things were... They were intense. <laughs> we just, it was cardboard wrapped with duct tape, but it was pretty intricate. And then I actually spray-painted the gloves so they'd be black. Yeah. And then I... Yeah. And you I did, like, crazy makeup, too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. We got a picture somewhere. Yeah. I was Edward when uh, when they dressed him up for like a afternoon party. Oh, really? Yeah, because in the movie he he's like they dress him up to make him look like one of the suburbanites. Um, and he looks so out of place. That was that, that was, was you. That was me. <laughs> Pulled it off. Getting the. Uh, where is your happy place? Happy place, like mentally, physically, either or both. Uh, let's do both. Oh man. This is like four questions then. All right. No, I'm just, okay. <laughs> just messing with you. Um, it's your time. <laughs> it's my show, but it's your time. <laughs> Don't forget. I'm in control, but I'm granting you yeah. a little bit. i to give you some extra time. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and I would say like a place to be my happy place, I think honestly, is like just up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. I love uh, going up on hikes, just being in the mountains, just following a trail um <laughs> and like i've gotten myself in trouble on hikes a few times because you'll come up to a ridge and i always think oh i want to see like what's the view is from the top of this ridge yeah and then you get up there and then it's like you know another 10 miles before you're actually up there and it's like well i might as well keep going you know <laughs> <laughs> but um well i i'd be a, like you've gone hiking by yourself yeah, a lot. I'd be afraid yeah. to get lost or something, especially where you were, because you were hiking in Idaho mostly. Yeah, well, Idaho and Wyoming, like Grand Tetons, that kind of stuff, which was awesome. Yeah. I love it up there. Um, just being up in the mountains, out in the woods. I know it was a deterrent for you to, like, that was that was definitely in your con list for moving back to Minnesota. Yeah. Was losing the mountains. It was. But, yeah. I mean, like, the mountains are still there, so. Right. You can yeah. go back. You can go back. At least that's how i justify yeah I, I think you will but yeah like I, I really want to um just a lot of fun and like i don't know they got trails and i don't know gps and all that other fancy stuff so yeah honestly the biggest thing is like just running into wildlife 
Uh, like, yeah. That's the scary part. So, like, what they say is to not hike alone, <laughs> <laughs> which I did. Check. <laughs> and then um, to make a lot of noise. So it was, like, really embarrassing, but I would always, like, not always, but if I was, like, too quiet for too long, I would just yell out. And they always say, like, just yell out, like, hey, bear, or whatever. So you just... Really? Yeah, because, like, also some people hike with, like, bells on their feet and stuff. Oh. But I've heard that doesn't actually work. Oh. Because, you know, bears don't want to be around you any more than you want to be around them. Sure. And, like, the worst thing you could do is become in the middle of, like, a mama bear and a bear cub. Mm -hmm. So if you're yelling out and making noise, they'll steer clear of you. So So have you... If you did, you ever run into any bears? Uh, I saw a bear, but I was like on the other side of a creek. Oh, um, so there was no chance he was coming over. I've only seen a bear in the wild once. I've only seen one bear out in the wild, and it was that one. Oh, okay. But I did. I came across uh, a moose. Oh man! I was probably like by the time I saw it, I saw him before he saw me. But I was like probably like ten feet from him. Wow. And, like, I didn't even know he was there, so then I just, like, backed up slowly. And then he just went on his way, so then I just went on mine. So. Mm. I pet, I well, I touched the nose of the moose that's in the Minnesota Zoo once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I stretched, like, all the way across the barrier. <laughs> and this moose. Marfans. Yeah, yeah, I got, the, I got the arm length. But, like, this moose was super curious. Yeah. And so I, I just, like, reached way over. And and its and its nose touched like the palm. Of, I mean, it was like out of a movie or something. Was it, it wet or? No, I think it was pretty dry. Man, I've never touched a moose. You win. There you go. Yeah. That always was, always got upstage me. That was the point. This of is me this is your show. Yep. though. This yep. is your show. Um, <laughs> I'm the I'm not the other Dave. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about that. I am the other Dave. That's true. No, this, tonight is just an evening with Daves. That's it. I don't know why, but that makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Isn't that because of the winking? <laughs> is, it our, is it our knees touching? Because be. we're sitting so close? <laughs> could be. Uh, so, when you're doing that thing that you do, that thing you do, Tom Hanks movie, he directed it. Was he fighting a volcano in that one? No, that's Joe versus the volcano. Was he in Seattle? Nope, that's sleep in Seattle. <laughs> was he checking his was mail? He, was he just constantly checking his email? <laughs> that was you've got mail. Was he that thing you do? He manages like basically the Beatles. Was he <laughs> looking for Ryan? <laughs> is that same perfect? Wow. <laughs> we could do this for a whole podcast. Next, qu- yeah, just just vaguely <laughs> refer to Tom Hanks movies. Was he was he part of some party where a guy was getting married? Was he living in an apartment illegally? <laughs> you just made a bosom buddies reference. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. What was your favorite album of your teen years? Oh man, Alapalooza. Really? I I I think so. That's what I was gonna guess because I. I think that was like the first actual CD I ever owned. It was Alapalooza. Oh, man. For, for CD. And I listened to it a lot. 
because I listen to music when I sleep. Mm-hmm. And I would always listen to that. And just, man, Weird Al, he's got a way with lyrics. Like, I know he's... Oh, he's crafty. Yeah. He's copying songs, but at the same time, like, so funny. Oh, yeah. I, like, uh... <laughs> so... Uh, I have a, a very, very slight disdain for that album. What? And it has to do with you. And I, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever told you this. I feel like I know what you're going to say. but I'll, I'll, Oh, really? I Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Because you slept over at my house. Uh-huh. You're right so far. And that was playing at night while we were trying to sleep. Yep. And you couldn't sleep with it on. That nailed it. <laughs> that's, because yeah. that was a, that's actually something that's changed. Because we've been friends and roommates, I've had to learn how to sleep without music. I forced you to. <laughs> because, as you just said, there's no way you're sleeping with music on. Yeah. So me being the bigger person. Yeah. I just naturally. That's true. <laughs> Tell me about a time you were out of your comfort zone. In my last job. When I was an administrator at a nursing home, mm-hmm. I was out of my comfort zone a lot. Um, just in the fact that I would have to have conversations with people and I would have to like psych myself up. Not in the sense of like, you know, I'm like hitting myself. <laughs> you know? You're doing the cool running speech Stuart, in the mirror before you. Stuart Smalley in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. No, not doing that or anything, but just like tell myself, you know, like I just need to do this. This is something I need to do. That kind of thing, like mm-hmm. having those difficult conversations with people. I don't like that. I don't like oh, me neither. Confrontation. I don't like conflict. Like yeah, I try to minimize that as much as possible, just because of my personality. Mm-hmm. So that job forced me out of that on many occasions. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's um, helped to be better in addressing conflict? I think it has definitely. Because I know, like, if anything, it's taught me, like, that I can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily something to be scared of or to shy away from because I've seen the results of not having the conversation when I should have versus having the conversation and seeing those results. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I mentally, logically, like, think through something and I realize, hey, this is going to be worth it, then I can... You know, then it makes it a lot easier for me. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah. That the whole idea of you've seen the consequences when you didn't follow through. Yeah. Or seen the results mm-hmm. of you not following through with the conflict resolution. Yeah. And it's conflict is something that I've over the past year, maybe year and a half, I feel like I've had I have gotten better at addressing conflict. Mm-hmm. Just in whatever situations I've had to. But it's still, it's, I don't think it's ever going to come to a point where I'm like, oh, conflict is here. Yes. <laughs> but does like, anyone actually think that? Like, I think to think that you have to be a little bit narcissistic. <laughs> Maybe. Like, let's be real. Like, who enjoys conflict? Like, I could see someone who enjoys, yeah. like, problem solving. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's. I know there's people that that I would say are mentally healthy but they're still they're at the point where they're like oh conflict is here all right like 
no hesitation in dealing with that. Yeah. Not saying they would enjoy it. Yeah. But there's like no hesitation. Yeah. So do you think they have like their prep time to get ready for is just like instant or that they have none? I think that they don't require the prep time. Like, because they're like, let's take let's care just of this. Nip this in the like, like. There's conflict. I'm just gonna. T- I'm just gonna address it right now. Done with. Yeah. Where me, I instantly go, well, how's the other person gonna feel when yeah. I say this to them? Yeah. And in reality, the other person, I mean, they they might already know, <laughs> and you're just bringing it. <laughs> you're just you're just letting them know that you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just, I'm talking about like employees or whatever, but yeah. So when you bring it up, do you bring it up like in the form of a question when it's actually like more of a statement? Talking about personal life or either. <clears throat> I think I try to, I've been trying to avoid being passive aggressive. And I think a lot of the times, bringing it up in a form of a question is kind of passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you're like hoping that they're yeah, like, between the lines. Like, how do you feel like things have been going right now? When in reality, <laughs> you're like, I have to talk to them about how this has been going. This is not good. Yeah. yeah. Like what, what happened here? Or like, or even being married with like, it's easy to p- be passive aggressive about whatever like making a small comment like i guess i'll take out the trash again <laughs> you know <laughs> i bet that goes real well yeah i, uh, I mean it is my job no. to take out the trash in the house, so that's a bad example but, <laughs> but you know like just like well, you could just make like a big deal about hey i'm doing my job <laughs> yeah yeah just want to let you look know at me <laughs> gonna go take that trash out <laughs> yeah i try to avoid the passive aggressive route and i think minnesotans in general are passive aggressive. A lot of Minnesotans are. I mean, you could you you might be able to say say I'm totally wrong and that's fine. But I don't know. I I, I wonder think it's if like it's that like that whole a Minnesota, Minnesota nice thing. Yeah, I wonder if it is. I don't know if I ever experienced it in Idaho. But I I don't know. I don't have a don't theory on it. But then I was talking to my friend Jay and he was saying in New York if you don't you would stand in line and he said he said when he would get to the front of the line if he didn't know his order they just kick him to the back <laughs> <laughs> and it's like and it wasn't offense it wasn't a offense to him it was just like we don't have if you don't, we don't have time for this yeah we don't have time for this next person yeah so he's he's lived in minnesota for a while now and he said that when he when he went <laughs> when he went back he pulled that thing where, like, he got to the front of the line and didn't know his order and he got kicked back. And he's like, no, I'm not a New Yorker anymore. <laughs> I've honestly always been jealous of that, like, New York mentality. Like, where they just, like, things like that, like a perfect example. You know, Very like, blunt. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be an offense. It's yeah, just, it's just to, like, this is just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always, I always wish that I had that. Not always, but. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of nice. But at the same time, like, that's not who I am. So, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> we're both people pleasers. Yeah, we're definitely. both middle children. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. why we were good roommates. We were just like, 
always watching out for the other person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can you turn your computer off? That light is bothering me. Hey, does that light bother you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at that point I would have had no problem. I would be like, yes, it does. Turn it off. And then your stupid Alapalooza CD, too. <laughs> I think the fact that it took you 20 years of friendship to bring up the Alapalooza, <laughs> like, that's pretty significant. I just never thought it was important. You know, it was one night of sleep. Dude, you could, you lost a whole night's worth of sleep. It was one night of sleep. And what then is the that? the next day was ruined. Like, that's oh, a totally. I felt like crap. <laughs> Couldn't focus when we were playing Street Fighter on your Super <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, man. I've had two nights in my life. where so- No, I've had three. Where I was staying over at somebody's house and like something was going on in the room. <laughs> One was my cousin, he was he had a clock radio and it was just on playing music all night. But they played like the same songs. Spice Girls were really popular. Oh. And that band, uh oof, they were one hit wonder, but it was just like over and over hmm. all night. And I never just turned it off. <laughs> and then there was another night where I was I stayed over at a friend's house and both both it was I shared a room with him and his brother. They fell asleep with the light on. And I just What? And I was just like, "Well, maybe they like the light on. I should I can't turn it off." <laughs> so I just laid awake cuz the light was on. <laughs> and they slept through the entire night? Yeah. Man. I think I eventually fell asleep. It actually reminds me I remember sleeping at your house one night and I was not able to sleep because you had cats. Oh. And I could not breathe. Oh. And that so uh all right, let's let's just we got two left. If you could tell your younger self anything, what would it be? Oh. You want me to say the first thing that comes to my mind? Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. Um <laughs> Don't get married. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the... I'm not even like a younger, younger self. Just like a... <laughs> just like five, six years ago. Yeah. Oh, if I can go back in time, I totally would. Yeah. But yeah, don't don't get married. Like, um, like think for yourself, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, like it goes back to where we were just talking about, like worrying about other people's feelings and putting yours aside kind right of thing. And putting theirs in front of yours like on a consistent basis like mm-hmm. that is not a healthy way to live yeah and that's what i would tell myself yeah a younger version of me for sure yeah i think we have both gone through experiences where the people pleaser in us have really screwed us up <laughs> like yeah screw like we had to go th- i mean your life lesson was harder than mine, but but we both went through life lessons where, like, at the end of it, we're like, okay, I definitely reached a point where <laughs> I do not need to be a people pleaser in that scenario yeah. ever again. Yeah. And it's super, it's really hard to experience that. Yeah. And I think, too, like, you, you have to learn that lesson. Like, mm-hmm. like I could have had, if, I, I honestly doubt that, past me would listen to me right now because i don't think i would have listened to anyone back then yeah like i feel like i had to go through that experience yeah to actually learn that 
if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, 100%. So do you think that now you're in a different place where if somebody warned you about something that you were doing in your life that you would take it into account more? I hope so. Does that make sense? It totally does. Okay. Um, I think, too, like, I wasn't honest with other people. Mm. So, like, even, like, the feedback that I was getting from other people wasn't true because I wasn't truthful with them. Oh. And I think, too, I wasn't... I didn't want to hear it, you know? So I think that if I were to listen to other people, I've learned that I need to. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I always tell myself is like, what would be the advice that I would give to you or another buddy or something like if they were to tell, like if they were to tell me the situation that I'm in right now, Mm -hmm. like, and if I would give them advice that's different than what I'm doing or planning on doing, like, I probably shouldn't be doing that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, you go against that. Or I did, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's the, it was this, like, game that I was playing. Yeah. And, like, throughout it, like, really just denying myself of who I really am. Does that, is that? Oh, yeah. And I think, I think it's easy to justify what you're going through. Yeah. You know, like, it kind of goes back to that conflict like not addressing conflict too a little bit. Oh, for sure. Like you think about what you'd have to do to get out of that situation that you're in and like, Oh man, that w- that's going to be really awful. Is it as, is it as awful as what I'm going through right now? Yeah. Like me. And then you can, you kind of weigh it out and you're like, I don't know. And make like a pros con list. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I definitely feel like I've, learn a lot about myself through all that process oh yeah you know as crappy and as horrible as it was yeah um i've i've learned a lot about myself and i've learned like i always try to live my life so that i'm doing what i want to do not in like a selfish i'm going to be a jerk to everyone kind of way but like really questioning like Am I doing this because I want to do this or am I doing this because I feel like I should do this mm-hmm. or because I'm worried what people are going to think of me? Like, do I actually want to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and honestly, like I psych myself out so many times about if I want to do this or not. And it's, yeah, sometimes it's hard just to know what you want. Yeah. So I think it can I don't think it's hard because there's some there's times when you really do not want to do something, but you still have to do it. Yeah. Not saying that you were in a situation like that situation was obvious where you like you should not. You know, I was listening to this other podcast, and he was talking about how kind of grading the things that you're doing in your life, like saying what I'm doing right now is really. An, and F minus <laughs> <laughs> like how well you're doing at it or like, no, he was, so it was, it was, uh, and I'm going to butcher it, but it was Rob, Rob Bell has a podcast called the Robcast, okay. and I was listening to it and he was kind of talking about if you're really living your life to the extent you, you want to be living your life or you're just doing it to kind of please other people. Okay. And he was, he was talking about specifically going to like this fundraiser dinner 
that he didn't really he like he was just doing it to please his friend oh okay but it was like this date like it was a date night with his wife and he doesn't get very many date nights and like and he was using it on he felt like he was just throwing his date night away thinking this was a good thing that he was a part of but really he didn't care anything about the organization but his friend was really passionate about it so he kind of graded it and said like oh this is a this is a c minus and he's like if i went out on a date with my wife right now it'd be an a plus and so i should have been doing that yeah but I think there's things in our lives where we just have to do. Like, yeah. I can't be in a meeting and be like, "This meeting's a D minus. <laughs> I'm out of here." <laughs> like, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. But. I and I know. think like situations like that, like with work, like those are easy. Like, I have to go to work today. Yeah. Like, uh, right. Your alarm clock goes off. You have to get up. Like. Right. Those are the easy ones. Like, but like going to a benefit dinner or whatever. Not that I'm ever gonna have to worry about that. But you know, <laughs> you never like. Know. But like just a simple act of like, am I doing this to check a box off or am I doing mm. this because like I care about it or yeah, I'm pushing myself or growing, you know? Yeah. You know, am I wasting my time? Yeah. So. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Those are, the, it's like, that's like the gray area. It's hard to and it, decide if. The things that we have to go through to reach those epiphanies suck yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know <laughs> it's just yeah but yeah at the time i mean at the time that's when when you come out of that that's not, that's when you learn the most i think about yourself and about what you really want out of life you know when you really hit despair that's when everything all the junk gets stripped away yeah and you go this is what really matters mm-hmm. and for me, that's the few times that's happened to me where I really feel like I've hit like this weird rock bottom, like despair moments. It was like other issues that I was struggling with were just like, oh, it's like so easy to figure out for me. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't need that anymore. I don't need this. <laughs> like, well, it gives you like this new, almost this new sense of like energy. Yeah. Like, I made it through this mess. Like, mm. I can get through anything now, kind of thing, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think, like, that's, like, at the same time, like, refreshing and mm-hmm. gives you, like, this new spark about it, life in general, I suppose. Yeah. But at the time when you're going through oh, it, yeah, you're, you'd trade anything to get out oh, of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just be done with it, yeah. you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And there's, it's one of those things, I, like, for me personally, like, there wasn't, it just was a process. Like I couldn't tell you like one day, like I woke up or anything like that, you know, or mm-hmm. one conversation I had with somebody that was like, Oh man, or anything like that. It was always just like constantly, not constantly, but just reflecting and thinking and processing. And I think like even well after the fact of like before the divorce was final, like was when I, kind of started to like really process it and think like why why did i get myself into this you know like mm-hmm. what led me to that that yeah. kind of thing so yeah it's a yeah it's a slow process getting there and then all of a sudden you're like whoa yeah i'm in this situation and yeah. i need to get out yeah it's yeah. like it's like if you turn up the heat gradually you don't yeah. notice that you're in a boiling pot of water yeah the whole frog in the boiling pot yeah. of water yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 
And I think maybe it goes in reverse too for like learning that lesson. Mm. I don't know. Where you come out of it. And then... Yeah. Where it's not just like suddenly off. But oh, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so. gradual letting go. Mm-hmm. Deep thoughts, man. Yeah. Deep thoughts. That was good. <laughs> Uh, all right, last one for for you, and then you get to ask me one, which I'm a little nervous about, but I think it'll be fine. Uh, what is the best advice you have ever received? And I even knew you were going to ask me this one, and I thought of something, but I can't remember it now. I think probably the best advice I've ever received is first thing that comes to my mind is when I was younger. Um. My family, we would go up to up north every week, like with my dad's side of the family for a whole week. And then on the way back, we would do this every year. And then is that was, at your uncle's cabin? Uh, no, it was actually at a resort. Oh, okay. Pine Beach. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The place was legendary. Yeah. Um, but like my grandpa had a boat. Like it was a, like it was always that week of the year that I always look forward to the most just because it was awesome. Mm-hmm. My grandma had cookies, drank clearly Canadian like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Which always surprising that you enjoyed clearly Canadian. <laughs> it's like the perfect combination. Is it's, it even? It's not around anymore, is it? Uh, my brother was telling me yesterday that it's coming back, but I didn't even know that it. Had oh, left. really? Yeah. I know there's some Canadian people that listen to this podcast, so <laughs> I want to know if clearly Canadian exists in Canada. If not, that's just blatant. It'd just be sad. Wow, yeah. False advertising. <laughs> yeah. It better be from Canada. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. What was I even talking about? You were talking about Pine Beach, oh, Grandma's Cookies. This is like drinking a, clearly Canadian. <laughs> huge tangent from where I'm actually going. That's fine. This. But um, so one year on the way back, it's like a four-hour drive, and we stopped at this like estate auction, and my parents like the whole antiquing thing and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and you know I'm young and. Like, it's just incredibly boring because all that stuff is just junk. Um, honestly, I still kind of think of that now. <laughs> I would never <laughs> have any interest in going. But um, I remember just being really, really bored and just, like, really eager to leave. And my dad told me, you know, the situation is what you make it. Like, you can choose to be bored right now or you can, like, actively take part in it, whether that be, like, look at something or Mm. mosey around or do something. But, like, the situation is what you make it. And you're not always going to be in fun situations, but you can make the best of it as much as possible, whether Mm -hmm. that be from learning something or, you know, really, I don't like this person that I'm talking to right now, but... I'm going to ask them questions or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to like. I totally understand what you're saying from that last one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bad analogy. I'm just kidding. Circumstance. But you know what I mean? Like, yes. um, Just, I guess, boils down to just living in the moment. Yeah. You know, and just not trying to hurry up to the next thing. Like I was just so eager to leave and that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Did it help you in the antique store that day? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> definitely. That was that was a slow burn. <laughs> it took a while. It was one of those things, but I, I distinctly remember my dad saying that to me, and it's something like that I try and do. So 
I think that that might be part of my kind of laid back attitude is, you know, it is what you make it. Yes, this isn't fun. This isn't great, but you know, mm-hmm. it'll work out or that kind of thing. All right, your turn. All right. So I'm going to preface the question with a question. This is Hildo spills the beans, correct? Correct. So you are the host, and I feel like the listeners might not know a whole lot about you. (laughs) Okay. So what we're going to do is a little bit different. Okay. And with your permission, of course. Yeah. Is I have a list of 61 questions. 61 (laughs) questions. (laughs) So the goal is to get through this in, let's say, 60 seconds. Okay. So what they all are is your favorite, and then I'm going to say something. So I want you to answer like right away, like first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So So almost like word association. Okay. Does that make sense? That I will just sense. I will just rattle off the answers as fast as I can. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's so as be fast like as you can read. A two-word conversation. Okay. So you're just going to read through them all. Yeah, I'm going to read a word and, and then you we'll say just... what your favorite of that word okay. is. Okay. We're going so we're definitely hitting all 60. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. We'll hit all them right. all and we'll see how fast we Okay. Go. Can I say pass if I can't think of something? No. Okay. So I have to think of something. Like I said, these aren't deep questions. Like it's just got to be okay. the first thing. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Color. Blue. Animal. Uh, tiger. Show. The West Wing. Barber. <laughs> Treva. <laughs> Drink. Shasta. <laughs> Food. <laughs> Pizza. Comic book hero. Daredevil. Office supply. Uh, pencils. I hate pencils. Pens. <laughs> Actor. Tom Hanks. Actress. Uh... No thinking. Just answer. I thought Rita Wilson because she's married to Tom Hanks. She's not even that my. She's not even my favorite. Okay, band. What? No thinking. No thinking. Come on. Uh, sleeping at last. Day of the week. Thursdays. Time to get up. Uh, eight o'clock. Breakfast food. Eggs. Star Wars character. Darth Vader. Lord of the Rings character. Frodo. Clint Eastwood movie. Every which way but loose. Month. February. Athlete. Uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Holiday. Christmas. Room in your house. Basement. Dream pet. Lion. Nursery rhyme. Um, Little Miss Muffet. Vacation spot. Belize. Restaurant. Travail. Movie theater. West End. Road. Minnetonka Boulevard. Radio station. WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> Manhole. Uh, there's the one in Minneapolis on Hennepin that's pretty nice. You're <laughs> <laughs> keeping the mic a little bit close to your face. Uh, candy bar. Baby Ruth. Soda. Citra. Age. 32. College professor. Lem. High school teacher. Uh, Mr. Gross. Gas station. Sit go. Belt. Oh, man, I got this cow. (laughs) I got a white leather one. (laughs) 
with the sweet USA belt buckle. <laughs> nice. Shoes. Chucks. Award show. Oscars. Game show. Price is right. Board game. Uh, phase 10. Time of day. Night. Video game. Super Mario Brothers 3. Book. Brothers Karamazov. Side of the bed. Left. If you're facing the bed. Activity while pooping. Uh, iPhone game. <laughs> building. There's no shame here. <laughs> <laughs> building? Yeah. The Wells Fargo building downtown. Summer activity. Um, laying in my hammock. Hat. Winter hat. Prank. Saran wrap over the toilet. <laughs> Website. Mental floss. Thing to get in the mail. Magazine. Place that you've lived. Wyoming. Dessert. Pudding. Vacation. Cabin. Musical instrument. Oboe. Thing to do at a stoplight. Drum on the dashboard. Snack. Cheetos. Direction. West. Zing. <laughs> er. <laughs> uh, sport. Uh, badminton. Uh, way to unwind. Read. And that is 61. Wow. That was not 60 wow. seconds. No, that wasn't. That probably took us three minutes, maybe. That's yeah, not bad. Not terrible. That's Thanks for sticking questions. with us, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was yeah. a good challenge. Yep. I don't even remember what I said. I think I said my favorite sport was badminton. <laughs> Did you? I think so. I will be honest and say I wasn't even listening to your answers because I was trying to go fast <laughs> and read the next one. <laughs> it's good. It's good, like, word association. Yeah. Well, this has been another eventful episode of Hildo Spills the Beans. Dave, thanks for being on here. Yeah, not a problem. Um, not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> if you're okay, I'll post your Instagram info. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out the other episodes, you can check out the website on hil.do. It's Hildo with a dot in the middle. Until next time, when I spill your beans. I what? just remembered something. Just do it. Oh, I was supposed to. Rec- I was supposed to start the recording with five seconds of silence. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. We'll end it that way. Do we could do it now? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. All- <laughs> oh, I tried. I tried. All right. <laughs> I thought you didn't even say okay. You just did it. <laughs> All right. Because <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> then on another time, I did a cattle drive. And to get a move, and you just kind of slap your leg, and you're like, ha! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. And then they just are like, oh, I gotta, I'm supposed to move now. So is it true that like cowboys nowadays use like four wheelers instead of horses some do yeah i we used horses oh that's good yeah gotta keep it legit it was like yeah it took us all day so did you ride a horse yeah man this is i'm 
This is Hill that spills the beans. We're doing it. Spill it. So, well, yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. So, uh, the rancher. Well, yeah. So, uh, the rancher. Well, yeah. So, uh, the rancher. Well, yeah. So, the rancher. Well, yeah. So, the rancher. Well, yeah. So, the rancher. It was a legitimate cowboy experience. That's another story for another time. Yeah. You know how much I love Tom Hanks. I want to work him in every episode here. Man, he had a. He had eyes, <laughs> pair of smokes. But yeah, I took him to the Minnesota Zoo. They branded 75 calves. I fell asleep with a smile on my face that night. 